Hi everyone, I'm Lily. And I'm Anna and welcome back to At Home with Lily and Anna. A podcast where we catch up every week from our homes in London and Brighton. The podcast is split into two parts. First we talk through our top five of the week and then in part two we answer your questions and discuss a particular topic gathered from the At Home With Facebook group. This week is all about relationships and we're going to be answering your questions with a huge disclaimer that we have both been in relationships for over 10 years. So basically (laughs) we know nothing about being single but um, yeah (laughs) let's do this. I'm good. Can I just say, we, we all know what Anna's peak of the week is going to be. <laughs> Should I just get it out Anna of the way? <laughs> finally, finally moved into my holiday home. Congrats. <laughs> it's Lily and Richards and Grace. I'm joking. Holiday home oh by my the sea. God. Anna finally moved. <laughs> oh my God. I finally moved, guys. Um, I feel quite like emotional about it. I say to Mark, I keep, I feel like I've won the lottery. I feel like this is all of my like birthdays and Christmases wrapped into one. I'm just like in a bubble of like absolute happiness. Mm. Like I'm just so, so happy. Like obviously we put our flat on the market in March this year, like great timing. Um, And so just the fact that we've been able to move this year, I feel extremely grateful for. But we actually first put our flat on the market two and a half years ago I was gonna it just say. didn't happen that time yeah. just didn't really work out so like this feels like two and a half years in the making and it feels it feels like I'm going <sighs> for like the first time in a really long time it feels amazing oh. incredible and super grateful I think because we've been with my parents as well for three months it's like even more exciting because obviously like we're, we're in our own place now we're in our home it's just the two of us like yeah, I can't believe I thought I was going to keep it a secret. I really thought I could. I thought I could keep it a secret until next Sunday's video and just be like, "Bam, I've moved." There you go. I mean, am I an idiot? I like, told you. I was like, you can just lean not. into the excitement. It's so much more fun. I've been loving your stories. Literally, every time one oh. pops up, I, I think I've replied to every single one. Really sorry. I'm like filling up. Yeah, no, Lily does reply to every single one. Yeah, it's just so exciting. <laughs> I literally can't contain my excitement. Thank I'm you. so happy for you guys. It just looks oh. beautiful. I can't Thank wait to come you. visit. It seriously is our dream home. Like it, but it feels like home. That's the weirdest thing. It's like I've moved in, and we're both like we both look at each other, and I'm like, this is home. Like straight away, like I was like, this feels like home already. So there's still a lot of unpacking to do at the time of recording this podcast. Still, there's like so much we want to do. I was saying to Lily, it's it's definitely like a marathon. It's not a sprint, but it's just great to be where we finally feel like we should be. You know. Lily, what have you been up to this week? What has been your peak? Because I think I know what your one is as well. Aside from stalking your Instagram and voice noting <laughs> you and requesting like video tours. I mean, I've been the most needy friend, guys. I'm trying to play it cool, but I'm also like, hi, Anna, I know you've just moved in, but can you just give me a video tour of your kitchen? Um, so, I did straight away. Yeah. Like Lily was the first video tour that I did, oh, you know? <laughs> oh, I just I loved it. I feel like I'm reliving it all over. Um, aside from that, uh, on Saturday, it was Richard's birthday. Happy birthday, Rich. Thanks. Did he have a good day? Um, yeah, I mean, lockdown birthdays are weird, but I tried my best yeah. to make it nice for him. My sisters um, bought him some kind of food-related presents. Of so we kind of did that and we went for a bike ride and a walk um, and had some cake. <laughs> That's about it. But it was really nice. He played some Xbox. Um, I love that. Yeah, it was nice that it fell on a weekend, actually. And the weather was lovely this weekend. So we had a really nice time. Can we talk more about the brunch? Well, should we save that for 100% yum? Oh, oh, of course. 100% <laughs> yum. We will talk more about the brunch then. Um, what about watch like, oh my God, I forgot the category. I'm so all over the shop. Watch like share repeat. Okay. There you go, got there in the end. This is one of those like silly viral videos that I can Is it Scott Chegg again? <laughs> I can't watch this without like, like it makes me cry of laughter and I've shared it with everyone and I just, I've watched it so many times, it kills me. I don't know what it is about it, but every time you watch it, you see something new and it's just brilliant. Oh, I know now. Um, okay. The Instagram account's called The Yeet Baby. And I don't know if you've okay. seen it, it's with the uncle and his nephew and orange juice. Have you seen it? I discovered no. it on Reels, very into Reels. Oh my God, it's so funny. He lets the baby pour his own orange juice and it spills everywhere. And then the baby like basically downs the orange juice. He holds the little cocktail cup like he's 
so posh. It's so hard to explain, but it's just so funny. I'm going to put the link in the like note, show notes and you guys just have to go watch it. I don't know what it is about this video. It just cracks me up. I love it. I love having to describe yeah, like a viral yeah, video to someone else. It's really hard and it doesn't sound funny. No. It's just a lot of orange juice and the, the uncle's face throughout it is I think what makes it so brilliant. Oh, it's very funny. Oh my God, I'm definitely going to watch it. <laughs> what about sure. you? What's, what's your watch like? <laughs> Share repeat. I found this through my friend Lucy Moon. Um, I haven't been watching like that much over the last couple of days because I just fall asleep at like nine o'clock um but it was the live lounge the bbc radio one live lounge um and it was tame impala's cover of say it right by nelly Furtado. wow i just want to say nelly Furtado, say it right is an underrated banger i can't remember it's it. such a good song i'm not gonna sing oh, it oh come on i'm gonna sing it terribly come on i need just some clue um it starts like this it's like in the day in the night oh yeah da, 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 da. yeah yeah you okay, know get it um and i just love tame impala i love kevin he is wonderful i have been lucky enough to see tame impala live twice and they're incredible and when i first saw them i thought you said their name tame impala um it's not tame impala i don't I know if i know them time. is this gonna be one i know the songs but i didn't know that was their name a hundred percent you would have heard the song oh do you have to sing again I don't, he has quite like a high pitched voice. I'm not going to say. Oh, okay. I think that, I think that, I know you. Borderline? I'm on the borderline. There's like a little harmonica. Don't know if I know that one. No. It's really, he does great cool tunes. He's very cool. And yeah, his cover is, it's very, it's just, you listen to it and it's very atmospheric. Yes. I love it. I want to twist on it. I think you would like it. Um, top of the box, Lily, give me some recommendations. Okay, so I finished The Crown that I spoke about last week. Finished it. Yes. Oh my God, loved it so much. I just, oh, it's so good. And then I watched <laughs> Diana in her own words on Netflix, which was just really great. It's it's kind of narrated by these recordings done of her, these secret interviews. And oh, then wow. it's got different videos and photos to go with it. And it's just, oh, I cried and it's amazing. And it's just a good one to watch when you yeah. finish The Crown, I think. Okay, good follow on. I saw like a funny meme that was like me ch- referring to Wikipedia after every Crown episode or something. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's exactly what it's like when you're watching The Crown. You're like, Is I text my mum, I'm like, did this really happen? Um, and I've also been watching I'm a Celeb. I'm into oh, it. Yes. I'm into it. If you, you haven't watched it, no. Have they eaten a penis yet? Yeah, they did that quite early on. There's also a guy called Jordan in it. I think he's a Radio 1 DJ or something who is so... Like, it's hilarious. He's, like, really scared of everything. And it's very funny watching him do the trials. So, um, yeah, we're finding it. I think it's working. You know, they're obviously not in Australia. They're in a castle in yeah. Wales. And I think it's working yeah. well, actually. Um, poor That's Anne good. and Deck, though. They, they're used to having their winter in Australia with their families playing golf and stuff. I think they're a bit like, what yeah. am I doing in Wales? But for the viewer, it's great. They must not be used to working in the evenings as yeah. well because normally they're working in the morning. And then so they're they get done. Their work done. Yeah. And then, yeah, they just get to spend the rest of the day like having a great time in nice, warm, sunny yeah. Australia. They do look a bit tired. Me and Rich said that. It was like <laughs> half 10 on a live trial and they just looked really fed up. <laughs> they're not used to it. Yeah. What about you? What have you been watching? Or have you been watching anything? Not really, but I do want to say that I Instagram storied about The Crown and I don't think I've ever had so much engagement in my life. I was so angry for even considering not starting from the beginning. Anyone who, so like when you ask a question on Instagram stories, your friends, like people that you follow back, like you both follow each other, come up top. And I screen grabbed it and it was like you, Brittany Bathgate, my friend Katie, my friend Jamon, like, and everyone was furious. (laughs) Everyone was just like absolutely not you have to start like Jamon's response in fact let me I'm gonna find this for you because Jamon's response yeah it was like don't you dare like absolutely no way I was like I'll never talk to you again um yeah here you go Katie the beginning Lindsay no all the way season one you won't regret it um my friend Jamon absolutely not and then you were like seriously I'll be annoyed Brittany Bathgate no Sandra watch it all it's so good so all of my friends were just like 
I can't yeah. believe we're even asking this question. It's funny crazy. because the answer to your question, which by the way was, can I start from like season three or whatever? It's actually, <laughs> you can. Like there's different actors. Yeah. Like, there's no reason why you can't, but it's just why would you? Because it's such a brilliant show. You're like missing <laughs> out on so much goodness. And also it just like adds to it. No, just start from the beginning. Yeah. Basically everyone was like, you need to start from the beginning. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Maybe it's something me and Mark can get into together. Um, I have on my own, just like on my iPhone uh, with my very limited uh, 3G signal. Been watching some Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. It is a new Housewives. Um, and it's it's on Hey You. And there's like three episodes. I've only watched like one and a half yet. But it is it is kind of fabulous. Right. I do kind of love it. Salt Lake City, fascinating place. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm kind of, if you want some kind of crap TV recommendation, that is what I'm currently watching nice. when I have the time. Nice. Um, but The Crown, I, th- I just need to do The Crown. I, I just think Mark will it. like it because it's, it's really interesting, like history wise. The actress yeah. who plays the queen in the first season is incredible. Um, I think he'd like it. Yeah, I think he would. Rich yeah. really likes it. Yeah, I think I think that's that is next on our list. Yeah, right. Show and tell, Lily. What have you got? Um, this week I wanted to tell you guys about something that Rich got for his birthday, which I just think is oh, really yeah. cool. I don't know if Mark knows about these, but he'd really like them. I think they do women's as well, but they're the Adidas Terex range. Do you know about them? Oh, no. It's a whole range that Adidas do of kind of they're like cool trainer slash walking boots which is perfect oh, for like is so much <laughs> yeah and it's perfect for like lockdown life because what rich found is that we're, we're going for walks all the time but he doesn't want to like be in like walking boots all the time you know if we might go somewhere yeah. nice like primrose hill but go for a walk first and he wants to look good but also like he might get muddy so this is like yeah. the perfect in, be- in between because they're like cool looking black adidas trainers but they're like waterproof weatherproof like they've got a chunky sole so it's really perfect for like someone like Rich to kind of wants to look good, but also have like good waterproof walking boots. And he got loads of vouchers for his birthday. And I think his orders just arrived today. And I think it's genius. That's such a genius idea because we have chunky leather boots. Yeah. Like, I guess guys can, you know, Mark has some like chunky leather boots. But yeah, if you want something that's a bit more like trainery. Yeah. Like if you're going for a perfect. proper walk and you don't want to wear your leather boots, you, you know, but you don't yeah. want to wear hiking boots. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're really good. So I thought oh. I would add those as a recommendation. What about you? I bought, I'm on like, I'm obviously in organization mode. Oh I'm buying gosh. a lot of organization-y things. Um, like the kitchen cupboards in the new place are completely different to the kitchen cupboards in the old place. So I need like a chopping board, like stand, you know what I mean? So you can like stand up all your oh, chopping boards. Because there's no, no drawer for the chopping boards. No drawer for the chopping boards. Um, and so things like that. So I've got a lot of like organization-y things coming up. Um, Mark is like, you sure you don't want me to unpack? And I was like, honey, I wrote a book about organization. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I've said that twice in the last two days, actually. Like it, I, I need to be brought down a peg or two. But I was just like, this is my thing. Like I really love, I, like I love it. Like I actually like doing it. Um, I haven't done my wardrobe yet like my clothing is literally laid out on the floor I struggled to find pants this morning but I did buy some underwear organizers I will link them in the description (gasps) I need that I need that they're like little expandable well yeah just like an organizer like a cloth kind of organizer but it's sort of stiff enough to stand up and you can like slot all your pants in Oh, I think, yeah. And you can put it in a drawer. Yeah, that's good, because mine's like a total mess. I've got little kind of Ikea boxes, but they're not quite big enough. Whilst we're talking about like drawer and clothes organizers, you know the Home Edit, I talked about the program a few yes. weeks back. They stock products on John Lewis. I don't know why I'm sharing this, because they're sold out and I'm desperate for them to come back in, so can <laughs> none of you buy them? But as well as like the clear perspect boxes and stuff, they do like really clever things like drawer dividers that are kind of, oh, is this what you mean? They go down the middle? No, but they I, I have yeah. seen those. So they clever. like they like touch either side so that if you have like jumpers or whatever, they you know, they won't go over and they also have ones oh. that go on shelves. This is oh. really hard to explain the audio, but do you know what I mean? Like the perspex sticks up. Genius. So genius. Like a couple of years ago there wasn't really like this that you could buy like the container yeah. store in America. Yeah. Amazing. But like over here there kind of wasn't as much that you could get. But now if you just go online and put in like underwear drawer organizer so many come up and I just I actually cannot wait I'm obviously going to make a video out of it but I'm like I might do it today when I go back when I go back I'm like oh yeah I think this is because I'm just I'm like I this is what I enjoy yeah. like I'm, I'm like ready I'm like Same. yes I love bring well. it on I love organizing do you listen so. to music or podcasts or watch videos whilst you're doing it I like dead silence 
no fun. No, shut up. No fun. No shut noise. Up. No, because I talk to myself in my head. I have such an internal dialogue. <laughs> you made me sound crazy now, Lily. I have such an internal dialogue going on in my head that I just need like silence. Oh my God, I can't do that. I like, I need to have a YouTube video on, even if I don't even listen to a word of it, like just having it on. Sometimes I do, it depends what the task. I think when I'm like first doing it and I need to get my head around it, I need silence. And then if it's just like folding, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Like I'm not thinking about organizing, but I'm I'm like, bring it on. Like I'm thoroughly, thoroughly looking forward to it because I'm so late. I can't wait to watch the, all your videos and literally oh. I'm like so excited. Okay. One day I'll have wi- Wi-Fi and be able to upload them all. <laughs> I was like, you better send me the unlisted link of the video yeah, yeah. so I can have a preview. <laughs> right 100% yum give me the brunch okay this is what I want to talk about make me hungry so one of Rich's birth Rich like didn't know he didn't want anything this year he asked for things like charity donations um and yeah there wasn't much that he wanted but I said to my sisters like I haven't really got much planned for the actual day and I don't know what we're eating and stuff obviously we're big foodies so they were like okay well we'll do breakfast and dinner so for dinner they got they picked up a takeaway from a restaurant that we don't have on like deliveries that was yum and for breakfast, they got us a Dishoom, like, <gasps> kit. So it's £16. Mm. It's a really good thing to buy someone. Um, and it's the Dishoom Bacon Naan Roll Kit. Warning, you have to, like, make it. Like, it comes with dough balls, and you have to, like, roll out the dough, and then you have to kind of put it on a frying pan and then put it in the grill, and it puffs up. It's like making pizza bread. Um, cool. So it's, like, definitely a dewy one, which we did at 7 a.m., Um <laughs> But it was so delicious. Oh my God, it was so good. It's like crispy bacon. They says like optional to add a fried egg. Obviously we did. Um, like chili jam, cream cheese, bit of coriander. Like it was so good. Gray loved it too. Like we, oh, it was just, oh, I want that every every week for breakfast. <laughs> delicious. The bacon was so good. It is so good, isn't it? Like that naan is, yeah. I think one of the best breakfasts that I've had in London. Yeah, it's so weird. You wouldn't think to go to like an Indian restaurant for breakfast. Like I told my friend, I was like, yeah, we're doing the Dishoom kit for Rich's birthday. And she was like, curry for breakfast. I was like, no, first of all, it's, it's a bacon naan. But also you just, I don't know, you wouldn't think to have such strong flavors in the morning, but it's it works so well. I see. I actually love curry for breakfast. Like when we went to Sri Lanka, I was like, "Give me the give me the traditional breakfast," and I was like, "It's so it's really like it's filling." I love yeah. breakfast. It's the best meal of the day for me. It's very filling. But honestly, the naans from Tashuma, yeah. like it's the it's the cream cheese and the chili jam. I don't yeah. know how it works, but it does, and it's yeah, I love it. Oh, it's love so good. it. And it also came with like a chai latte, mate. So you have oh, like yeah. spices and the ginger, and then you add milk. Yeah. And- I'm not a massive fan of chai, but uh, Rich loved it. Yeah, Mark loves a bit of chai. Oh my God, is this, na- can you get this nationwide? Mm, I don't Are know. Are going to tell me it's like London only? No. Um, I don't know, but I'll add the link to the show notes. You guys can have a look. I don't want to tell you the disappointment. You know, <laughs> you have to wait and see. <laughs> no, I really don't know, actually. Hopefully it's not just a London thing. Oh, oh my God, it sounds so good. What about you? So we made our first proper dinner last night you can't make a dinner until like you know you've unpacked the kitchen yeah bless my grandparents they they called us on the day that we moved in and they were like oh well I'm sure you'll be able to find some pits and make yourself something nice tonight and I was just like oh we don't have a takeaway <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not the takeaway generation do you yeah. know what I mean I was like oh grandma and granddad we are getting a dominoes tonight like don't you worry about it we will be eating well but it is it's nice to have that moment of like oh, we're going to actually cook food, like proper food. And we haven't eaten proper food. I'd eaten a milk tray for lunch that day. So I was just like, this, I really need this. And we made the Nigel Slater roast tomatoes and mint couscous recipe. I think I've mentioned it here on the podcast before. I'll link, I'll link up the recipe in the show notes, but it's one of those actually just does take half an hour recipes. You know what I mean? It's one of those that you can like put on, you just roast them. To, oh my God, I'm salivating you roast some tomatoes with some onion some garlic and then you add harissa paste in like at the end and then you just have it with some couscous with like some mint in and it's just delicious oh, that, that's just like delicious. my go-to i have that for lunch where i just basically roast yeah. a load of veg and then add it to couscous it's, del- it's so easy it's so yummy it's healthy it's tasty um and yeah it was like oh my god we're eating food in our new kitchen and it, it really fills you up as well so we have a little bit of bread with ours as well I'd love a little bit of, bit of buttered bread on the side um but yeah no it was it was super super tasty so i would recommend that right ready for part two
Right, are you ready to be love doctors, Lily? <laughs> oh my God. The love doctors. No. That's us. We can try. <laughs> we can definitely try. We can try. Lily picked out today's questions from the Facebook group and I was pleasant. I was just like, oh, these are good. Like, these are so good. Thank you so much for all of your questions. I think this could be quite an entertaining episode. So let's start with Amandine who asked, how much is too much TMI with your significant other? I have friends who will literally talk about how constipated they are with their boyfriends and others who still hide their tampons and shove their used sanitary napkins at the bottom of the bin so their boyfriends don't see anything. And then Sarah replied to that saying, I've always wondered where other people's line in the sand is. Like I'll talk with a significant other about nearly anything, periods, constipation, whatever, but I am not taking a poo whilst they're in the bathroom. (laughs) Nope. It really tickled me. But it's so different for everyone. This Mm. is like a very personal thing. But I have to say, I'm there with Sarah. That is is exactly my line. That is exactly my line. We do not... The magic is still there. We're like, we still need the mystery of the pooing. We still need, like, private poo time. Like, and sometimes I'll be, like, on the loo and he'll be, like, brushing his teeth or something. I'm like, you need to get out immediately. (laughs) Do you not this oh god this is a TMI but as a girl you don't always really know when you need to poo like you'll sit down no, not really don't. know but boys they have to decide um, am I yeah. standing for a wee am I sitting for poo and I talk to Rich all the time about this I'm like I don't understand sometimes I'll just be weeing and I'm like oh okay I'm gonna poo now it's a, it's a surprise <laughs> yeah it's a little surprise poo it's so true it's so true I'm the same like poo is usually where I draw the line like for our whole relationship um but and and for me, it's not it's not because I don't want him to know I poo. It's not because I'm worried yeah. about smell. It's because you know when you're doing a poo, like sometimes you have like a poo face, and I just feel like <laughs> I can't concentrate on my poo if someone's like looking at my poo. You need face. to concentrate. I just yeah, need, need to like to have my own moment. Yeah, okay, focus. But I have to yeah. say, after having kids, that kind of goes out the window. Just logistically, like <clears throat> most of the time, I would not poo in front of him. But I have to say, since having kids, like it it happens more than it used yeah. to. Sometimes you just have to. But oh, I, I get yeah. you. It's the focus and the concentration. You just need it. It's like, it's like my private time. You yeah. Know? But my after having time. kids, all of this really does go out the window. Like, because they see everything. Like, <laughs> and you have all these constipated, you have all these things like postpartum. So, um, yeah, that, I think that ch- majorly changes things. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm the same. I, I like get that. I could see that things might change in the future, but I'm like, for now... I like my private pooing time. But then the amount of times that he's like, I know you're in there just scrolling on your phone. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Like he knows, he knows. But yeah, I'm, I think I'm quite an open book. But then I have friends that really aren't and they have amazing, successful, happy relationships and been together a very long time. So I think it's like, you do you with this one. You my favourite thing is talking to guys about periods. Like the other day I was like showing my brother-in-law how tampons work that sounds mental but like on FaceTime he was like I was me and my sister were talking about like uh pearl you know like the t- pearl tampons versus the yeah. not pearl and she was like I don't understand they're yeah. not different and I was like they are and I was showing her and then my brother-in-law was like wait what happens next I've never seen this and then how does it go in and I was like showing it. and then I was like have you never put a tampon underwater and see how big they get and he's like no <laughs> it's my favorite chat <laughs> but also it's like knowledge is power yeah you know, knowledge is power I, I think Mark is actually quite interested in these things he's like he wants to know he's like we might have teenage daughters one day like who knows and he's like I want to be like prepared and I want to know what's up I want to like know yeah. so I can help yeah which is very sweet very yeah. very sweet he always looks a bit concerned though when I like come on my period because they've got really bad recently like they're quite painful and he's very nice to me he's just very like the more that he knows I think he understands like how painful it is so he's like really super nice to me these days he's like can I get you one of your cold patches for your stomach like that's what and you know what I needed one today I appreciated it thank you <laughs> Sean asked, how has everyone found being in lockdown with your partner? Has it had an effect on you? I moved in with my partner in February and we went into lockdown in March and it's been a 50-50 combination of joy and hell. Laughy, laughy emoji. Also, do you share household duties? I find I do a lot more around the house and it winds me up. This is 2020 and we should have more in the way of cleaning duty equality. Amen. That was me adding the amen in. How do you feel about this, Lily? How do you feel that lockdown has like changed things? Um, I 
don't know if it's changed us that much because I think our big change was after having Grey. So I think lockdown maybe mm. is just maybe brought us a bit closer together, just reminded us that we don't have to rush out the house and be busy all the time, made us like enjoy our home more. And just mm. like we were saying the other yesterday, we were like, when this all goes away, let's try and remind ourselves like every now and again to just have like home days on the weekend and we don't have to rush out and go to King's Cross and do cool things all the time. Yeah. Um, Cause that's like our go-to thing to do. So um, yeah, I think it's been good for us, but um, there's definitely been like moments where we've just like, seen too much of each other and just yeah. got on each other's nerves and I think there's a question later on on arguments but like yeah we had a yeah. big argument last night so it definitely happens yeah I, I agree I think it's kind of different for Mark and I because we were working together anyway so both working at home prior to this we've been both working from home together since July last year so we were already like almost a year in of like being at home and it it being like quite intense, just the two of us. So it's not like anything has changed in that respect. Um, and I think you're right. It's more the weekends and the leisure time. And like, obviously that is now the two of us primarily. So I think it's, it's changed in that way and it's forced us to slow down. Mark's family live in Birmingham. You know, you guys live in London and I felt like at the weekends, it was quite often that like we had people to come visit ours or we were going somewhere or like there was always weekend plans or, and it quite often involved like us going around and, you know, not like being at home for like a whole day, kind of same to you. And so I think you're right. It's, it's forced us to slow down and like do puzzles and relax and like chill and read books together. And that like nice cozy time, which you always think of, you so rarely actually get the time to do. Um, I think like in terms of the household duty stuff, um, Sean, you got, you got to like establish the boundaries here. Like when me and Mark moved in, it was very like, cool, this is what you're going to do. And this is what I'm going to do. And we've like very much stuck to that. Um, I just find like the 50, 50 split of household duty so important. And I think Mark finds it important as well. Like he wants to feel like he's pitching in and I, I want to feel like we're both we're both kind of doing the same I really don't enjoy cleaning really that much at all I do like hoovering um so we just found like the bits of cleaning that I like are the bits that Mark doesn't like and vice versa so we were like cool you do those and I do these and we split it down the middle but we're lucky we have guys who want the end result that we want they want to have a nice clean home with, true like, think back true. to guys we knew at uni or like other people who like i know there must be loads who don't really care if like counters messy or whatever so it must be really yeah. hard to convince your other half to, sorry i hate that saying oh can i take that back i hate other half Ugh. yeah because you're a whole person yeah i really hate that <laughs> it must be really hard to convince your partner to like do the work if they don't care about the end result like i imagine that's quite tricky i'm very i'm i'm we're both very lucky with our guys, but also I, I'm, th we're the other way around. We are not traditional, stereotypical couple. Rich definitely pulls more weight when it comes to household chores. And there's definitely times where he'll like reach the ed, get to the edge and be like, oh, you need to do more. And then I'm like, okay, shit, sorry. Yeah. Like I've been a bit too like lax here. But yeah. in general, he knows because of my job, I end up working a lot out of hours. So I'll yeah. be like editing a video in the evening and like he'll help make dinner or something. And like, I don't know. I, I feel it's guilty about it sometimes. 50 /50. Yeah, it's, it's not 50-50, but there's definitely moments no. where I'm like, I do less and then moments where I do more because I realize I need to help more. Yeah. I think that's it. It's like coming to terms with the fact you're never going to get a 50-50 split. There's going to, it's going to come in like eb ebbs and flows of times where you feel like you're doing more. But you, as long as it's being outweighed when the other, you feel like the other person is doing more, then it kind of all evens out. Yeah. Um. I think you're really right about the like Mark and Rich actually really like things. Mark's level of like cleanliness is very very high, probably yeah. even higher than mine. So is Rich. Um. So I think that obviously like helps. But then it's also kind of edu not educating, but like explaining to your partner that that's important to you and that's like what you like that's how you work. Your brain works best. Like my brain just does not work best like in mess or clutter or in like somewhere that feels dirty, it's like actually for you and your mental health. And like, can can you make that person see that you like, you need that to yeah. function and, and I be your best? Sometimes I'll just say to Rich, like I can tell if he's a bit stressed and I'll say, okay, how can I help? What do you want me to do? Yeah. Um. So if you could convince your partner to do the same, just say like, you know, sometimes I feel a bit overwhelmed. All I want from you is just to ask me, like yeah. how you can help and then yeah. you can just give them like one simple task to do but it's just that communication 
oh, communication. Everything comes down to communication. I feel like that's going to be the answer for so many of these questions. Can I just say, guys, if you can hear drilling in the background of my microphone, I am so sorry, but that's just what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) Right, next question. Divya asks... Do you ever get envious of single people? And if so, how do you deal with it? I have been with my fiance for nine years and sometimes I crave that excitement of getting to know each other. I hope that doesn't make me look like a bad person. I love my fiance, I promise. I I, I understand this. I understand this. Like that feeling of when you're like, when you like know someone likes you or you're like flirting in a bar, like, oh my God, it's the best. It's the best. It's more, I think because from my single friends, I understand like, especially right now, like how lonely and difficult it is to be single, like how hard it is, like the actual practicalities of it right now are not great. Yeah. So I feel like I get this more when I watch TV or I see yeah. like a film <laughs> or something. And it's that whole like meet cute getting to know each other like I totally get it It, yeah it's also real but it's that that's the best bit of like the relationship when you're like oh that little spark oh my god but don't you find like I always found that when I was single I was like really shy and just didn't want to like do anything and then when I'm in a relationship I was like woo, let's go clubbing and like (laughs) dance with people like because then you have the confidence because you've got the security of like being in a relationship so it never like the grass is always greener well it's not it's not but you know I, that feeling of like it's not real it's no films. and it doesn't it doesn't like take away what you feel for your your partner or anything not. at all but I, I do understand that like the like feelings in your belly like I get it yeah. when I when I used to go away like you know if I was away or Mark was away and then you get so excited to see each other again like it's it's that but like next level I understand yeah I understand I I always think like you know in films where you see like a couple they'll like go meet in a hotel lobby and like pretend oh yeah they're not already like married yeah I don't know like I can't be able to do that but maybe that's something you can do if you miss that feeling (laughs) yeah you're like I can't be bothered but it might sound like a nice idea I'll be like hey Rich how are you oh did you remember to pack nappies (laughs) I just I can't I can't (laughs) didn't do it um stephanie asks how do you keep the heat when living with your parents so lily, on, lily and i have both <laughs> lived with our parents stephanie the answer is you don't um the answer the is heat you is don't. turned down you're in a simmer <laughs> you are not even on a simmer you are turned off you're cold no like and let i don't know the space here it just was not practical guys like do you know what i find harder than like than keeping the heat Um, because at least when you're like in your bedroom you're alone it's more like the evenings like when you're sitting on the sofa and you're watching tv and you're less like maybe cuddly than you would be or oh see we we have been told off to for our smooching probably every day my dad was shouting he would be like stop smooching (laughs) (laughs) oh god you're like teenagers (laughs) literally because we're teenagers because it's a small place so like even if we're in this room and we're like pecking each other like like they can hear it and so he'd be like stop smooching and we'd be like sorry oh my god so, so I can't you know like we could smooch but I'm just like no there is why there is, is it no that heat. even at 33 almost like I don't know if I, like if my dad like saw me and Rich like kissing like, I think I'd find that really cringe it is yeah we, me and Mark are quite touchy-feely so in the evenings we would kind of like cuddle up because I think we're just like you know what this is just we're here. This is what we do. We like to cuddle up on the sofa and like watch yeah. the TV. And my parents are like, oh, they, they don't give a crap that we're like holding hands. Like, I'm sure it's okay. I think we're allowed. But yeah, it, you know what I mean? It's just not really, it, it wasn't the vibe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not really in that headspace anyway. So um, yeah, not the vibe. I'm not sure. No. Do you have any go advice? Out, go out on dates. Like just. What about when you were living at home? somewhere else. Yeah, yeah I mean, no. Not much heat. Not much heat. It's because it's not where your head like. It's just not where you're at, really. Like I don't know. Just hopefully it's temporary. I mean, we only lived with my parents for five years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think also that we knew it was kind of temporary, so it was just like this is not. You know, this is not a high priority right now. Like. But Daniel Beddingfield, go get through this. <laughs> Emily asks, have you ever been in an LDR, long distance relationship? Tips for making them work. After being in a relationship for about six months, my boyfriend recently had to move for work. I just started a new job myself and I couldn't go with him. With COVID, flying and traveling in general is too risky. FaceTime is now our best friend, but it's already feeling so routine. And I miss being with him in person. While we haven't had a rough patch yet with our new normal, I feel as though... 
one is bound to happen. I'm so sad I can't be with him for our first year of holidays and such. Any advice on how to make it work long term? Oh, Emily, I feel you. This is so hard. So, I mean, full disclaimer here, Mark and I were long distance for about a year many moons ago. <laughs> we're talking like maybe eight years ago now. So it was kind of different because, you know, we were just starting our like adult lives. So it feels like a very different time. And obviously we weren't having a pandemic right then. So we could see each other like every other weekend, I think I'd see him. Um, It's really hard. And it's hard if, say you're a phone call person and your partner isn't, you know what I mean? Like that's, it's hard to communicate. Like Mark really isn't a talker on the phone. I could talk on the phone for like three hours, but that like isn't Mark. So it's it's really hard if your communication like doesn't really match up. Um, I think how I got through it was like knowing that there was an end to it. Like knowing that the grand plan eventually was to be in the same place at the same time. I think that really helped. We would talk about that quite a lot. Like you've obviously, you've got to live your life and enjoy your life as you're having it in that moment. But we were always just like working on connecting and working on the end the end goal. And the end goal was to live together somewhere. And I had to kind of keep that in my head or else. I was not very cool like during this time I have to say like how Mark stayed with me I do not know I cried a lot I was needy I really 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 struggled I found it really really hard so I'm I'm not sure I've got like a, a great amount of practical advice except for like if you can have an end goal or some kind of end plan that you can both kind of hold on to and and keep you going that that would be my only tip so I would be terrible at it the only experience I have is of like long distance friendships like friendships not relationships and I would say like I remember with my friend Keisha I said to her stop calling me like when you're at home like just call me when you're like walking to work or when you're grabbing a coffee like and that kind of helps feel like you're talking to them like more casually and frequently rather than just like for a big catch-up once a week or whatever so I was like even if it's like a five minute like oh hey I'm here look where I am like it, it makes it feel like you've spoken more in like different places yeah like voice like we were saying on the friendship one like voice notes you know like voice notes just when you're like out and about or something just like to try and avoid this routine of like on a Friday night we speak to each other for like two hours and it's starting to feel a bit like not a job but you know what I mean a bit a bit too like routine and stale but Emily that is hard I wish you the best of luck like yeah hang in there hang in there you got this um Susie asks guess I'm asking this for a friend My pal has just come out of a really toxic relationship. He was a nasty piece of work, gaslighting her and just bringing her down and playing on her insecurities. How would you help a friend get over it? How can I show her that he's better off not being in her life? Oh, this is so hard. And I I feel like everyone has been through this where they've seen a friend in a bad relationship. Totally. And I I just, you can't tell someone how to feel. You can't convince them of anything. And if anything, that would just like pull you apart as friends. Your role as the friend is just to be supportive for them. Like when they're obviously feeling like there's something going wrong, like you're the comfort blanket to them. So you can't convince her that he's not good for her. You just have to let what happens happens and just be there for her. Yeah. And do you know what? Time is honestly the best healer here. And your friend will realize eventually. Yeah. Like it's it's one of those things. We've all been there. We've all been there. Or like you've been there yourself. I know I've been there myself. Like, and in time you look back and you're like, what the hell was I thinking? So that realization will happen. But Lily's right. You can't tell people what to feel. And it, there's kind of, you, like you said, you are there to support your friend yeah. through that. And in time, I've had it with my friends and in time, a year down the line, they are able to say with extreme clarity and the ability of hindsight, what the hell was that? Like, And then when that happens, when that realization happens, you want them to look back and be like, you were there for me. You weren't kind of arguing with me, pushing back. Like even if say they break up with them, don't, you don't even want to be the friend that's like, oh, they're a dick. You don't need them in your life. I wouldn't even do that. Like you never know what's gonna happen. They might get back together. You just want to be like, you just want to be there for them without listen. having to like shame someone else. Just yeah. listen. Or just listen and be open and encouraging and supportive. Like sometimes yeah. sometimes you just need a friend to agree with you and be like, that's sh- that shit. 
Yeah, or just give some like good advice, but like calm advice that's like balanced, grown up advice that isn't like angry, shouty advice. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, it's it's a really really tricky one, but I I do think Lily's right. Be supportive, and a couple of years down the line, you'll be like, wow, that was that was crazy. Look look at where you are now. Much better off without him, I'm sure. Exactly. Steena asks, have you read the book about five love languages? And if so, what language do you and your partner speak and how does that affect any possible conflicts in the relationship? So I haven't read the book, but I've heard about this. Yeah, I get comments all the time about it and I've never done the quiz. So it's like a special quiz. We'll link it in the show notes, the five love languages. So I took the quiz and then I made Rich took the quiz and then I told Anna and Mark to do it. Too. I'm so intrigued <laughs> by what going talk through yours and Rich's so, first. So there are five... Just so to explain to everyone, if you don't know, there are five love languages, quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. And from answering these questions, it works out what percentage you are, like what's your most important one. Mm-hmm. So my most important one, that only one by 3% is quality time. <gasps> okay. And so was Rich. Okay, so me and Rich got almost identical, which I just think is so Did interesting. You? Yep. So I got 33% quality time and he got 30%. So that's both of our top. And then acts of service, I got 30% and he got 23. So that's both of our second. Okay. So that's like doing things for each other. And then this one's the only one that's different. I got words of affirmation, 23%. Rich got 17 for that. So his third would have been physical touch, whereas that I got 10% for that. He got 23, which makes right. sense because he's much more, we neither of us are very touchy, but he's more than I am. Yeah. And then the last one was receiving gifts, 3% for me, 7% for Rich, which is great because that means we're not really realistic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, really similar, which I'm really happy about. Did I you think. think that your, what was your first one? Quality time for both of you. Quality Did time. Did you both think that would be your top one? Like if you were no, to look I, at all five? No, I thought mine would be acts of service because Rich like does so much for me. And I was like, that's going to be, but actually... Yeah, no, it makes sense for quality time to be... I'm, I'm really happy with my results. Oh, Lily's like glowing, guys. Like, it's just so happy. <laughs> what about you? I want to hear yours. That's really sweet. So ours definitely didn't match up, which I'm not I'm not surprised at, because I do think we have quite different... Yeah, priorities. which is a good thing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, so my one was 30% words of affirmation. Ooh. Which... I'm again not surprised at this. Um, I would have thought physical touch would have been up there higher for me, but so that's like him saying you look beautiful. Yeah, you're amazing. I like to be told. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, narcissist! Um, but like Mark is so good at this. He's so encouraging. He's so supportive. Every day he tells me he loves me. Every day he tells me I'm amazing. Like. He's just, he he would say that he he isn't good with words. He would always say like, oh, I don't know how to like put it into words. But to me, I think he's amazing with words. And like he, I feel that like really builds me up. Um, oh. So like, I'm not surprised that that was top for me. But his top one, 33%, was quality time. So oh, he's- Same percentage as me. Same as you guys. <laughs> um, and when we were like discuss this, he was like, it's not even doing stuff together. It's just like physical proximity. He's like, yeah. I love it when we're like next to each other. Like you're reading your book and I'm like playing my Nintendo Switch or something, you know? Like he's like, yeah. it's just like physically spending time together. Cause I guess some some couples like see separate people all the time. It's like, we're quite like a- Yeah, do stuff together. Do stuff together. And he was he was like, I really like when- you do stuff with me that I know that you don't love doing. He's like, I really respect that. Like, which I really hate doing things that I don't like doing. But, but he's like, I know that how much that means. He's like, I know that's a lot for you. So I, that like means a lot to me. I love that you discussed your results. Yeah, we had a little like, last night. Yeah, last night we were like falling asleep as we were doing this. Um, next up for me was acts of service. Mark does really honestly everything for me and I appreciate it so much then it was physical touch I love hugs I'm very smoochy I'm like we did get told off for doing lots of smooching at my parents house so it doesn't surprise me 20% quality time and then 0% receiving gifts like not really there I'm not bothered by that really I'd rather take the other ones so Mark was quality time then he was physical touch he is like quite I wouldn't say in public we're super like we're not gonna like snog and like you know get tongues out or anything but we are quite like we do like to be close we are quite like clingy with each other in that sense then acts of service 10% receiving gifts for him he said he likes when um 
when I used to go away, lol. Um, he's like, I always liked when you like bought me something when you came back. He's like, I thought that was nice. Right. Like, a, here's a little token Thoughtful to gift, say that I'm, yeah. I'm thinking of you. Then 10% words of affirmation. And so interesting. I was kind of like flipped slightly. Um, but yeah, I'm like really not, I'm really not surprised. It's interesting that his last one is words of affirmation because that's so marked that he like, he doesn't get any sort of confidence from other people telling him what he's doing is right. Because he's like, well, I know what's right and wrong. I don't yeah. need someone. He's not he's like the, the opposite of influencer. Yeah, no, he's so not interested in that. It was so, this was such a good question. And I'm so pleased you made us do this, Lily, because it was really funny. Like, and he was like, he hate, he's like, oh, I hate taking quizzes. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> and then he did it. And then he was quite interested in the results. Yeah. And then he was like, I know we're just going to use this, like, and be really annoying with it. And today I was like, would you like me to spend more quality time with you? <laughs> Just to wind him up. Also, I realise, Lily, there is a huge love language that is missing and that I think is my most important. Oh. Acts of humour. Oh, yeah. Like, humour to me, I'd take that over any of these. I was like, there must be a sixth love language that's something to do with, like, funniness because I'm like, I will take that. Mark walked to the bar from the other day and as, like, with each step, he lifted up his bum and he did a fart. He was like, like, as he was, like, walking to the bathroom. I was... In hysterics, I just like acts of humor to me, ultimate. There you go. There's a little peek into our private lives. <laughs> oh my God, that is so funny. Okay, oh wow. Next question is from Sally who asks, how how does one finally overcome jealousy? Oh, see, this is interesting because I've been with Mark a long time, like you've been with Rich a long time. And I'd say like the beginning of our relationship feels like, light years away from now because obviously like back in the day we were at uni I was 20 was I 19 I was 19 like it's so different and I think I was far more jealous then than I am now I think it comes with security in your relationship like even if Mark was friendly with like a female colleague I'd be like that's cool like everyone's allowed to have friends from both genders like who cares um yeah Yeah, I think it comes, it just comes from time and it comes from being like secure in your relationship and and like really knowing the other person. Like I might sound stupid for saying it and naive, but I'm like, I trust Mark 100%. Like, yeah, 100%. I think if if you're lucky, you've never had any reason not to trust them. Yeah. I think we're, we're lucky as well. Like me and Rich are both quite secure people. We don't have lots of insecurities. So there hasn't, we haven't got that, which I think is quite difficult for some people. Um, but we always just like, like you were just saying about humor, we always make a joke of it and that kind of like lightens the tone a bit. Like at uni, we used to pretend there was a guy, funnily enough, my fake like guy that I would be fake cheating on Rich with was called Mark. No. Really weird. Yeah. No. So I'd Rich would be like, oh, where are you going? I'm like, see Mark. And we just make a joke out of it. And it's like every time something happened, it was like, oh yeah, Mark's going to be there. And it was just like this fake person. But that was our way of kind of saying like, oh, like, what are you doing? Like, I'm a bit jealous or yeah. where are you going? But without making it like a where are you going, who are you see? Yeah. It's like it was a joke. Um, and we still do it now, like every now and again, like Rich goes to Pilates once a week and he has like a female Pilates teacher. And I know that Rich like loves like a girl that's into fitness, not me. <laughs> so then I'll make a joke. I'll be like, oh, you know, you're two hours at Pilates tonight. <laughs> Woo. How was it? And we just like, because like obviously we trust each other like completely, yeah. but it's just that way of like kind of semi talking about it without really talking about it. I know it's exactly like what just you so mean. you know, I ca- just so you know, I care if you were to have an affair with your Pilates teacher. <laughs> you just reminded me there was like one time we're walking down the road and I can't, I can't even remember who this lady was that we walked past, but I definitely saw like Mark Clocker, and it, we walked past <laughs> and I went, all right, put your dick away like that. <laughs> And to this day, we still say the phrase, put your dick away, because it's just funny. Like, I'm like, all right, put your dick away. Like, if, if on TV, there's a real, like, steamy sex scene or so, I turn around, I'm like, put your dick away. Like, and he says it to me as well. I don't know, it's just one of those, like, like funny things. I think jealousy is a completely normal, natural human reaction. Healthy. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. it's just one of those it's how things. how you deal with it, that's the, the thing. Like, yeah. everyone's going to have it, but do you let it fester and not you know it's just it's not worth that no no like just make there you go put your dick away it's it's a great phrase to use it really like it really tickles us (laughs) you can have that one (laughs) 
Holly asks, at what point do you discuss finances with a new partner? I've just graduated from uni with a student overdraft and would be mortified if someone knew the extent of it if they were a higher earner. I like to pay my own way and I don't want to feel less than, but equally cannot pay for expensive dates that they might want to go on. Would love thoughts. I think for us, like a natural time to really discuss it is when you're moving in together. Because although yeah. you may discuss it a bit before, it doesn't really matter. Whereas when you move in together, like that's when we started a joint bank a bank account, which I think you guys may have told us about. Just like, and then, so we put all our like bills and stuff mm-hmm. through that. And then we started like, when we went out for dinner, because I remember we'd go out for like dinner with another couple and we'd like split it like four ways. Mm. And I got to the point where I was like, I just want to be like a couple. So we would like put money into a joint account and then pay for dinner on that like joint account. And then yeah. like, one of us would put a card down and that just felt, so that for us, it was when we moved into our first home, our flat, that we started to like really merge our finances and talk about it more honestly. And then since then, literally his money's my money and my money's his money. Yeah. And, like, we don't have like, we have separate bank accounts for like personal money, but it's all it's all merges together, really. Yeah, I'm really for like having a joint account for all of your um all your like yeah, your your rent or your mortgage or your bills. And then we'd always put like a little bit extra in as well, like fun money, like you're saying, for meals or the cinema or bowling or something like that, kind of a bit more like entertainment. And also like a huge thing that I always talk to my friends about, and I'm always like, this for me is like massive is totally get like wanting to be equal 50-50, that kind of thing. But say that one of you in a household earns proportionally more than the other, 50-50 doesn't really work because there's always one person who like has a lot more money in their kind of personal bank account and then one person who doesn't. So I always say like when people move in, try and like work out what is your joint income and then like divvy up kind of the bill paying in, in, in a ratio kind of way so that it's fair. So you know, the person who's earning more is putting a little bit more in, but it's the same amount of their, like the same ratio, same percentage yeah. or whatever of their income. I just think that's a fair way of splitting things so that one person isn't, you know, hasn't got loads of disposable income and the other one hasn't. Um, and I think Lily's right. Like the time that Mark and I kind of really went into that was when we moved in and when we were thinking of moving in. Um, and I think with my friends, that tends to be like when when people start to discuss finances a little bit more. And if you're dating, I think... Most people are perceptive enough that if, say, if the person you're dating suggests this really fancy place and you're like, oh, actually, like, how about this place? And maybe the menu is slightly cheaper. I think people are perceptive enough to kind of realise like, okay, well, they're obviously trying to budget and they're trying to save and they probably will like pick up on that and like, you know, tailor, tailor activities a bit more to that. Um, But you have to, you have to be open about these things. Like, oh, being open about finances in relationships is huge it's such a big part of you're creating like your own household it's kind of you're creating your own team and I think you really have to be on the same page and really really open with each other no no, like secrets with that kind of thing and it can take a while to work out as well it's not like a quick like oh you pay this I pay this like it can take like we've shifted and changed direct debits loads over the years yeah oh no that doesn't work this works like why are, we, why are we falling short here? And yeah, it's just it constantly needs tweak. Yeah, it constantly needs tweaking. <laughs> and then you have a baby, and you're like, oh god, now I don't understand anything. Why are we spending so much money on everything? <laughs> exactly, it's, it's a constantly evolving thing. But I do think that being open with finances is something that people don't really talk about very often. People are really yeah. scared of. But in my eyes, like the relationships around me, I'm just like the people who are super open about those kinds of things tend to have less things to argue about. Um, cause it's not even about the amount of money that you, that you have together. It is just about being open about it. I think. Um, yeah, yeah. I agree. there you go, Holly. Good luck. Helen asks, did either of you feel that you were in love before meeting Mark and Rich? Looking back, do you still think that you were in love? If not, what's changed or your thoughts? This is juicy. Woo. So I had, a, I was in a three year relationship before meeting Rich. Uh, so we met when I was 16, which is quite young. Um, I totally felt like I was in love. Um, and it felt like a proper relationship. Uh, do I still think looking back that I was in love? I think, I think when I met Rich, I realized that it's just a different type of love. And I think there are lots of different types of love. I think, and like, I'm still, I would still chat to this person now we're friends. And I even think like this many years later, I would have that kind of like, oh, love feeling, but it's a different type of love. It's almost like a best friend family love yeah 
and then there's like a romantic love yeah and i think it i think they're just slightly different and i think when you're young it's hard to tell the difference because you're like well i can't imagine ever not being with this person i love them i love their family we have joint friends and like i can't imagine not having them in my life but then that doesn't mean that they're romantically the right then maybe not the person you're going to marry and have kids with um and that's why we stayed and we stayed in touch because we were like oh but we still love each other just oh, not in that way that's good see that's so interesting so, yeah that's how I feel that's really interesting because my like I, I had a boyfriend for maybe like three years and then I had a boyfriend for like six months nine months before I went to uni oh and then there was another actually I'm now thinking of my dating past and I'm like there was a few guys before Mark um I yeah I reckon I thought I was in love with these with these people uh before mark with these guys um one of them i think i was thinking with my fanny if i'm honest like i think i was you know what i mean i think it was lust i think it was lust rather than love and when i look back on that relationship i think it was quite manipulative and the power was like completely off in our relationship um, and i think i learned a lot i re- definitely like learned a lot from that relationship about yeah, like, I, I don't know. I think back on that one, I'm like, yeah, you, you learn a lot. Um, and I thought it was love at the time. And now I'm like, no, that was definitely just lust for sure. Um, and then there was one before Mark that was like a nice guy, like a really nice guy. It was just more of like a timing thing. Um, and I definitely thought that I was in love then as well. And maybe with that one, I probably was more like, it was closer to true love. But I think with any boyfriend that I've had, I always, the next, the guy that was next, I was like, oh no, this is it. You know what I mean? And then I found Mark and I was like, oh my God, no, this is a hundred percent a step up. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I did not realize we were going through past relationships. Can I say I had had more than one boyfriend, (laughs) but the others were not, you know, they were very young, lust, teenage relationships. Yeah, well, I I was just like thinking back. Interestingly, I I keep in contact with zero of these people. Zero. Um, I don't have their numbers. I don't follow them on Facebook. I don't follow them on Facebook. But you know what I mean? I don't like, I'm not connected to these guys in any way. Um, I'd say out of all of them, one of them, I'd be like, oh, it would, I'd be interested just to say, see how that person was. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, it's like a weird thing to think back on. It was a long, long time ago. I definitely thought I was in love. I, I don't think I was in love with these people. Does it skate? So this is something that Rich always, not always, but like, especially in terms of the jealousy comment we worry about, the fact that I was with someone when I met Rich and was like, oh, and he's like, well, what if that happens again? Like, you're with me now. And then what if you meet someone and you're like, oh, no, this is what it's meant to feel. Like, what you were saying, like, the next person. Like, he's like, well, what if what if that happens? I mean, and you can never say never with these things. Sorry, Rich, but it's true. You can, ne- you can kind of never say never. But then I also think you were young then. Like, I, yeah. I think back to me as, like, an 18-year-old compared to now. And I'm just, like, it's a different person. Like Yeah, I and mean, you don't have a life together. Yeah. There's, like, so much more. And you don't have that life experience. Like, you just... Yeah. It's, a, it's a completely different thing. It's a completely different thing. Like, I definitely did things when I was 18 that I would, like, not be proud of now in relationships. And definitely didn't treat people right. And, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. You're just like, you you learn like ex- with experience that you learn. But no, I, I don't think Rich has anything to worry about. <laughs> don't worry, Rich. <laughs> Holly asks, this one is for you, Lily. Do you feel your relationship with Rich has changed since having a baby? And if so, how? And Anna, do you worry about if you do potentially have a child one day, how it might affect your relationship with Mark? Thank you, ladies. Bloody love your podcast. Thank you, Holly. Oh, thank you. Um, yes. And I, I I think, I think having a baby, it must be different for everyone. I think it can either bring you closer or, or bring you apart. Mm. Maybe it depends. I don't know. There's no theory here, but maybe it depends how you are as a couple before having the baby. Like for us, it's definitely brought us closer together. Mm. Um, because we have this like shared love for someone and, oh, and you go through this, the pregnancy and the birth together and you definitely come out the other side just being like with huge respect for both of each other. So for us, it's been definitely being a good thing, a positive thing. But also it is very weird that we now have someone in our life that we both love more than each other. Mm. And I feel like you would hate to hear that. Yeah. Because you and Mark as a couple. And it doesn't mean you don't 
love each other as much you still love each other but it's a totally different type of love than you have for your child and we kind of both respect that and we know that and it's you're not like i'm not like jealous of rich's love for gray it's just a different type of love um and it is that is a bit weird i guess but it's definitely brought us closer together and it's like the best thing we ever did and i always want anna to like share her worries with me so i can because i remember what it's like before you have kids when you're worrying about all these little things and i kind of just want to like i always want to help people with their worries like that because I remember how it feels Lily is so helpful with this and it's something that I don't talk about publicly a lot because I don't know it's kind of scary to like be really vulnerable and put your worries out there and then ultimately one day we're either going to have kids or not have kids and then people be like but on that podcast back in 2000 you said blah 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 you know what I mean like it's hard to kind of change your mind I think people have these worries and it's good to say it's good to like it's not selfish to say like, oh, but I love our life and I don't want it to change. Yeah, I, my, it's normal. my wor- yeah, 100% Holly, I definitely worry about this. Like this is a huge, huge thing that is like on my mind all the time when I think about having kids is, yeah, I love my life. I feel very grateful with my life. I love my relationship with Mark. It's like everything to me and I don't want to do anything that would potentially alter that but then whenever when I mm. whenever I talk to Lily about it Lily's like it does alter it but it's in a it's in a positive way and it's in a different way I don't know also, I don't want to sound unrealistic there are so many couples who must struggle so much especially in the first six months if but you know it's a really hard time it's a really emotional time and I think a lot of women can feel quite lonely at the beginning and not feel supported and I, res- I understand it's different for everyone. I just know you and I know Mark and I know your yeah. relationship and I know that it won't be like that for you. And I think Mark will love like helping and getting stuck in. And I think it's like, yeah, you'll have this thing that you both made together. So that advice is more specific to Anna. I yeah. understand it's not like that for everyone. <laughs> it's such a tricky time. We always come back to this communication thing. Communication yeah. thing makes all the difference. Yeah. But yeah, Holly, like I, I totally feel you if this is something that you're like worrying about too yes I have I have a whole scroll of like worries about having kids and I talk to Lily about it all the time and I would just suggest if you too feel the same like find a friend who's had a baby who like gives it to you real like Lily gives me like the real talk and really really helps me like work through my long something list we, something <laughs> me and Anna often talk about which is definitely something people don't talk about is that like yeah like we can imagine how nice it must be to have babies and toddlers and five-year-olds but what happens when you have like a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old and they're just like annoying and they're (laughs) older and they're just like you just basically just have to spend loads of money to feed them but they're not that enjoyable to be around anymore then what like and so true when you said that to me I was like oh my god don't I've forgotten that she's gonna be older one day yeah that's the thing I love the (laughs) idea of like a cute little baby and like a little toddler and they're like mama and you're like oh how cute lovely but I'm like a 10 year old like wanting to and if they're anything like me they're just gonna talk all the time and my parents are just like oh can you just so much talking they get a bit like boe at one point and then I'm like what do you do when it's like when they yeah. get older and then they're teenagers and they're like, I hate you. <laughs> I just can't. But then that's when you get like a new lease of life and you get like your career part two, you know? I know. And then you can like, your kids are at school and you could like start a new business. <laughs> and I'm quite excited for that too. This is a proper insight to like the chats that me and Lily have before yeah. and after the podcast where I'm just like, Lily, it stresses me out so much. She's like, right, okay, here's what you need just to do. Just don't overthink it. <laughs> don't you overthink. can't we're such control freaks it's so hard I've had too many years to think about this guys and I've yes. freaked myself out basically I think that's true actually I do think you get to the point where it's like you've been too long yeah. and it's like you just gotta do it well, we don't have to you know too long. yeah oh my god Rangya asks how do you handle arguments and how has your fighting style in brackets um evolved during your relationships so we had an argument last night right and it's always ever pe- like stupid things. It's normally just because one of us is tired or hungry. Like yeah. literally last night, it's because Rich like ruined my spray painting. Oh no, your spray so... painting! You oh spent so God, much time turned... on that. I spent so much time. That's what I said to him. He turned them upside down, so when I went to take them off, they'd stuck to the box. And I literally was like, wanted to kill him. I lost it. I lost it. <laughs> and I never used to like lose it and like get shouty. And I I hate shouting in front of Gray, but like sometimes my emotions just and it's quite rare. So. Oh, this is so annoying. This is what Rich does when I get angry and I spiral. It's like spiraling. I, yeah. I can't stop. I'm like, I'm going to. He just goes silent. He does not say a word. He just continued what he was doing, changing nappy, making them. And just in silence. And 
And he doesn't realise that actually if he just kind of said something back, it'd probably stop sooner. But the silence makes me like go continue. You start to lose and yourself it a bit. So after I like cool down from like the anger, I then go silent. Right. So we had like a good two hours of silence. Like obviously I'm like gave great dinner. So I was talking to her, but not to him. And he's not talking. And, and it's just so like we, we rarely argue. But last night was probably like the biggest one for a while. Um, and it was silence. And then it kind of, you start having to talk logistics it's like oh have you done this for gray yes and then and then it's like silence and then he goes really sorry for ruining your spray painting and i'm like okay all i want to say is but why why did you do it like tell me what was your thought process but i didn't and i'm like okay and then we just get over it and that's it yeah i that's about as excited as it gets i think it's a similar it surely must be like a, a story as old as time like the longer you're in a relationship and kind of the older and wiser you get, it's like back in the day, I could argue for hours. Oh yeah, I could argue for hours. Like, go on then, let's like do this. Whereas now I just like don't have the energy or like <laughs> the just the mental capacity to do it. And also it's like, I know I love you and we argue yeah. like 0.02% of our lifetime, lifetime together. Like there's just there's just no point to it we did have yeah. a row actually oh my god lily you were part of our rally the other day you ready for this this was our most oh recent god. one oh, um no. so we needed to order some hanging rails for our bedroom and um i was like oh these are the hanging rails that i want and he looked at them and i can tell he didn't like them he was silent and i was like what 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 don't you like about them he's like i just don't think they look very sturdy and i was like well i've read the reviews and the reviews are really good and i've looked at so many different hanging rails and like Honestly, I'd spent a lot of time looking for these hanging rails and I was like, I've done my research. These are these are the ones, like these are the right ones. And he was just like, I just don't think they're going to be sturdy enough. And I was just like, why can you not just let me have the hanging rails that I want to have there for my clothes anyway? Like they're not even for your clothes. And then he, I was like, why can't you be... <laughs> I can't be resentful. I was like, can't you be like rich? Like rich just lets Lily buy whatever she wants. And he was like, because this is a marriage. This is a marriage. We make decisions together. And then, disclaimer, he's not like that bad at letting me do whatever. No, I know. Mark has much more opinions on like structure and material. Mark really like enjoys everything being a joint decision. Um, And so he said this was a marriage and that's why it has to be a joint decision. And then like what he said was so funny. We like both basically laughed because I was just like... (laughs) Honestly, like we both felt so passionate about, he felt very passionate about his side and I felt very passionate about my side. And then when he said that, it just was such a funny line that it just kind of made me laugh a bit. And then he laughed a bit and then we made up, then we smooched. Did he provide an alternative though? Because that would annoy me. He would just say no. Like, what would you get then? Well, this was the thing. I was like, I've looked at so many. You don't understand. Like, yeah. There's so many hanging rails these days to pick from. Um, oh. He he kind of came around to the idea and he was like, you know what? Okay, fine. You've done the research. Like he, do- he doesn't <laughs> believe they're the best quality rail. I'm at, temporary I'm ple- anyway. I'm pleasantly surprised about by them and I'm very, very happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was one of these things. It's like with the house stuff. It, it very much like obviously like we both we both want our stamps on the house and we both want to make it ours and we both you know want the other one to let us have what we want to have so um yeah that was really I'm the worst because I'll put Rich in charge of certain decisions I'll be like right this is your thing I don't care do what you want and then he'll do it and I'll I'll be like no it's wrong (laughs) (laughs) these poor guys basically you've probably listened to this podcast and been like Rich and Mark deserve medals (laughs) and I agree with you 100% they do I hope we've provided you with some laughs. We've spoken about pooing. We've spoke. Oh god, we've what else? We've spoken about dicks, farting on the way to farting toilet. on the way to the toilet, being told this off. This is all to you, smooch. by the way. Um, yeah. Oh god, it's going to be one of those podcasts that like Joe sends it back to us, and I'm like, I just can't listen to it because if I listen to it, I'm going to be like, scrap the whole thing, Joe. Like yeah. I said, way too yeah. much. TMI. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Don't send us approval, no. Joe. Just put it straight up. <laughs> But thank you for listening. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use. And don't forget to join the At Home With Facebook group. We love it over there. Um, Join in the conversation, send in your questions. We have a Q&A next week, our monthly Q&A. So if you have any questions, they could be as random as you like. Um, Yeah, 
post them on the Facebook group, please. Ask away. Um, you can find Lily at Lily Pebbles and me at the Anna Reddit on all social media. Thank you to our producer and editor, Joel Grove. And tune in next Thursday for the Q&A episode. Speak to you then. Bye. Bye.